What's your favorite type of music? Alternative rock? Pop? R&B? Country? What about EDM? If you listen to music on the regular, you definitely know that feeling that you get when your favorite song comes on and you just have to start dancing. Well, in this episode of Brain Meets Mind, we're having a lovely chat on the effects of music on the mind. I'm your host, Amy J, and here on Brain Meets Mind, I extend the basic scientific idea that structure determines function to the fields of neuroscience and psychology. The title of the podcast is a metaphor for my own journey, first as a neuroscience graduate of Georgia Tech, and then as a human being and a lifelong learner. Through my weekly episodes, I aim to break down seemingly complex neuroscience into understandable content that can help you maximize your potential. Plus, nearly every episode includes a weekly challenge so that you too can join me on this beautiful journey of personal growth. You know that your brain is capable of it, so you just have to let your mind prove it. Here we go. Maybe you listen to music for fun. Maybe it helps you study or work in a more productive fashion throughout the day. Maybe it helps the time go by, or maybe you enjoy making music in your free time. Whatever your reason for being around it, you've likely experienced various lyrics and sounds in a positive manner. With streaming platforms such as Apple Music and Spotify, our favorite songs and instrumentals are often at our fingertips, and tuning in has become a part of our implicit memory. More specifically, we're talking about the procedural memory, which I've discussed in previous episodes. We unconsciously unlock our phones, open our favorite music apps, and press play on our go-to playlists. According to Forbes, the average American spends over 32 hours a week listening to music. While you're making your way to Friday, have you ever considered the effects of your favorite songs on your brain and your psychological well-being? Well, in this episode, I'm rolling out all of the studies and taking you through a lifetime of music in a few short minutes. Let's start with the babies. A study from the University of Washington found that early exposure to music in infants can benefit cognitive processing ability. Researchers from the school's Institute for Learning and Brain Sciences highlighted these effects and noted that a series of play sessions with nine-month-olds improved baby responses to music and speech sounds. I think this one's particularly interesting because the findings aren't limited to audio interpretation from just a musical perspective. In fact, by identifying new speech sounds, young babies may also be able to detect rhythmic patterns in language, such as with the timing of syllables. Moving on up through our age groups, it's likely that if you currently play an instrument, you probably learned how to do so during childhood. If you recall one of my earliest episodes on learning, you might be aware that it's easier for our brains to form skills-based networks when we're younger, especially with regard to playing an instrument. Music in this context has been shown to improve memory-related functions as well. Let's pretend you're learning how to play guitar. Each time you learn a new chord, rehearse it, and then combine it with a different chord to make a coherent sound, you're actively practicing stages of memory retention. As a refresher, these are encoding, storage, and retrieval. 
In hospitals across the country, pediatric patients are often encouraged to engage their minds by playing music as it can be a distraction from pain. Music therapy also plays an important role as trained therapists can help promote physical, cognitive, and emotional healing. In adulthood, music has been seen to be a key reinforcer of memory. If you've ever played a throwback song and activated your declarative memory, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Ahem, party in the USA, payphone, soldier boy, party rock, (laughs) you name it. When it comes to music preferences, there have also been experiments on functional connectivity of the brain. Dr. Burdett of the Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center shared that listening preferences had the greatest effect on something called the default mode network. With his participants, he found that this network, which is associated with focused thought, empathy, and awareness, showed decreased activation when the subjects listened to genres of music that they were not fond of. I personally enjoy country music, but I know for many that's not the case. Now, if you're in that boat, then it's very likely that the associated connections within your mind are less likely to light up under an fMRI than if you do enjoy country music like I do. As we approach the years of the wise, music can help us fine-tune our abilities. In fact, researchers from Hopkins Medicine have suggested that listening to music or playing music on an instrument is a great practice, especially for the aging process. The elderly can actively stimulate their sensory and motor skills either by playing an instrument or moving to the rhythm through dance. Through several meta-analyses, researchers have also been able to confirm that cognitive functions such as attention, reasoning, and the speed of information processing are further enhanced through music as we age. While a short podcast episode isn't nearly enough time to cover all of the benefits of music, I hope that you've been able to gain a new perspective on the effects of music on brain function. I want to end by thanking you guys for all of your support on my last episode about my podcasting journey. I started this not knowing where it would take me, and I'm so glad that I've been able to communicate with you guys through this platform. If you're enjoying the show, I encourage you to keep sharing your favorite episodes and sending your suggestions my way. Thank you again for tuning in this week, and I will see you in a few short days.